Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. That's me cracking a seltzer because a beer? it's Friday and I'm just going to enjoy this. Kaylin got these nice uh, spin drifts. This is not an ad for the podcast, by the way. She got these delicious spin drift spiked sparkling waters. Very good. Do you guys go to Trader Joe's for those? Because Ashley's obsessed with spin drift. I'm more of a, uh, if I go sparkling Perrier guy. Yeah, I'm a big LaCroix guy. I'm actually not a big fan of spin drifts, but the spiked ones are, some of them are pretty good. Um, Kaylin Scott sent like a hundred of them, so our fridge is stocked, and so jackpot. Got to put some, got to put some work into them. Anyways, Jared, what's going on, man? Last time, last time I talked to you, you were in Napa. It was I was in Napa, and I was just filled. I was a passive listener in the uh, lobby of a uh, whatever. I don't know what you guys were talking about, and you had just informed Ben and Ashley. Well, Ben out or Ashley was already obviously in the know, but Ben was informed that you were opening a restaurant in. Rhode Island. Is well, it's true? a coffee shop. Yes, it is true. Uh, we're opening up a coffee shop slash lounge, which we're extremely excited about. I've been working hard about it. It's been my dream to own and operate my own business. I've worked in the restaurant, you know, the restaurant industry for like ten years, and so an opportunity came along where we found a spot that we loved. It actually used to be a coffee shop that I visited quite a bit, and it's down in South Kingston, Rhode Island, so near the beaches, about twenty minutes from Newport. And uh, it's going to be called Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge. Audrey is my mother-in-law's name. So one, I'm sucking up to the in-laws, which is always a good thing. And two, I just love the name Audrey's. It feels very homey and family. And that's what the vibe I want to go for with this coffee shop. Very, you know, we have a stone fireplace in there, couches, chairs. Uh, I really want people to imagine themselves in front of a fireplace on a crisp fall day, having either a coffee or a martini. That's kind of the vibe we're going for while sitting on like a red couch. Um, and we're using, Ben already knew about the coffee shop as well because I talked to Ben about it a few months ago because we're going to be using Generous Coffee. Mm. 
as our main vendor because I love Generous. Uh, obviously, I love all coffee. I love Dunkin'. I love Green Mountain. I also love Generous. And Generous is just such a great company. It's a nonprofit. Ben is the owner and operator of it. And and it, it's just one great tasting coffee, which is obviously probably the most important part because people are coming in for the coffee. But two, all the profits go back to, you know, Hope and Humanity, which helps build um, housing, which you have uh, been a part of greatly. You've been down to Honduras with Ben. Um, so that's great. And then just getting thing, everything organized right now, going through getting the business license, creating a new LLC, applying for a liquor license, getting furniture in there, equipment, hiring people, um, you know, computer system, health department approval. Um, there's just a lot of red tape they have to go through. I enjoy every step of it, but it's nerve wracking because I'm doing it all by myself and there's just a lot to be done. And, you know, when we first did this, Ashley wanted to be a part of it as well. You know, she, you know, I was going to handle probably like the business part, but she would help with the menu and the interior decorating. And that just hasn't been the case, unfortunately, right now, just because Ashley has been so debilitated. And dude, it sucks. Like, listen, I'm so happy that we're pregnant. We were trying for seven months to get pregnant. Some people try for five years. You know, we are so happy and lucky. I've always wanted to be a father. I'm so excited to be a father. But dude, Ashley is just getting crushed and I feel terrible. She's, I'm not joking, she's thrown up four times already today. It is three o'clock on Friday. And to the point she threw up, she's like so uncontrollably sick. She pissed on the floor. That might be a little too much information, but like as she was throwing up, she couldn't like control herself. And it's like, I know everybody's different and some pregnancies aren't that bad and some people get really sick, but whatever Ashley's going through just is, is tough. And so it's been uh, it's been a, a hectic day, to say the least. So that's why maybe I'm a little bit on edge on that. And I feel bad because she's just laying on the couch right now. And she's just, you know, she was throwing up on the couch and um, just sucks. I feel bad. Anywho. All right. Well, a lot of a lot of notes because I feel like you just covered a lot of ground. And I, I want to make sure I get to each thing. <laughs> uh, I had that all built up, you know, I just let it explode out. Thanks for the vent session. I'm glad that Help I Suck You Dating can be your vent session. It's like therapy um, for me, bro. All right. So just to start from the beginning. So there's a couple notes that I want to at least touch real quick. So about the, it's a cafe. You called it, right? Yeah, it's going to be a co- yeah cafe, coffee house. The, the Great, technical okay. name we're going with is coffee house because I really like the sound of that. Gotcha. That will lead into one of the questions I have later on. Uh, Audrey's. I just want to comment on the name Audrey's. Love the name. It's timeless. It's It seems like one of those names that when you're walking through a cute little town, You'd be like, let's go to Audrey's and grab a quick cup of coffee. So yeah. kudos to you for that name. Very Thank well done. You. Um, are you going to be manning the shop most of the time? Yeah. So I will be, especially early on, because I want it to be run the way I want it to be run. Ran. Yeah. Um, and I also want to be the owner and operator. And I want to, you know, Ashley and I are most certainly going to be the face of this place. And I want to, you know, be behind the counter and making drinks. That's where I thrive as well. I just love... Uh, I love running around, uh, you know, anybody who's worked in the restaurant industry knows that, you know, as much as we complain about it, there is an addiction to it. And mm-hmm. when you're running around behind uh, the bar or the counter doing whatever you need to do to get people in and out, it, there is this high that you get. And I certainly get that. And I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited just to, you know, introduce myself as the owner. You know, that's it's it's nice going around and people even when I I put a banner up the other day in front of uh, in front of the shop just to say, you know, Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge coming soon. And um, 
you know, people were like, oh, you're you're opening the coffee shop here. We were so excited. We, we missed it. Because the plaza that we're in, there's condominiums, there's a hotel, there's a private neighborhood. So there's a lot of people already living in the area, which is great. And it seems like there's a lot of people excited to have a coffee shop back in that plaza. So it's cool just being like, yep, I'm the one opening it and this is what we're doing. And it's certainly nerve wracking um, just because, you know, it's, it's not cheap. But um, you know, anything uh, worth doing is worth investing in. So that's the kind of way I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. Um, follow up question to that. Can I be hired as a part time employee? I would like to work. I'd like to work at Audrey's for one week a year. Okay. And I, I, I want to do it solely as you know what you want to know what's funny is like, you have obviously like you and your friends, like, let's say like me, Ben, Nick, you, Tanner, like we've done and this is going to sound super vain and narcissistic, but like, but it's going to be there's a point to it. Like we'll get paid by bars or like by events to like show up and just like say hi to people. Yep. And so you could like leverage your friendships and be like, listen, just come to the coffee shop for a co- like a day, a couple hours maybe. And that enough should like be like draw some people in. So hopefully like that. Oh, dude, I've already thought like I'm going to have bachelor watch parties. I'm going to fly you guys out. So it's going to be like, come meet Dean from the bachelor, oh. you know, come meet Dean and Kalen while watching. You Listen, you're going to do it and you're going to like it and you have no say in the matter. I'm offering my services as a barista, not as a passive participant in a watch party. OK, I want to I want to work this the 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. shift Monday through Friday, one week a year. And that's all I'm offering. And I want to make whatever minimum wage in Rhode Island is or whatever baristas make, whatever the running rate wage wages for it. Is that OK? I mean, that sounds fantastic to me. I would love nothing more. Great. Um, and then let's move on to the next thing. Okay, so what was the next thing? You were talking Pregnancy. about the stress, the burden that you feel starting this up. How come, uh, I know that you're about to finish up your bachelor's. Yep. You should have taken more entrepreneurship classes or have you have you considered even like doing like a minor in entrepreneurship or anything? Uh, I have not. I really just went back to school to get my degree as fast as humanly possible. And the way to do that was to graduate with my uh, degree mm-hmm. in history, liberal arts. So I actually just finished my last class. I took my final exam yesterday. I got a 94 on it. So it looks like I'm going to get an A minus in the class. And then I'm done. It's so weird, man. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, now I have my bachelor's. Like, cool. On a Thursday are gonna, night. Are you going to walk at graduation? No, I don't think so because I have to apply for graduation in August. They were just waiting for my last grade to come back to make sure I passed. And so uh, I don't think I'm going to. Nah. You I mean, definitely should. Why wouldn't know. you? Uh, I'm 30. If you I mean, walk I... at graduation, I'll fly out and watch you walk. With all Ash. right. Well, if, I, if I'm allowed to, like for COVID restrictions and all that kind of stuff. Well, hopefully, hopefully things don't get worse. But dude, um, you know, everyone in your family would love it. Ashley would love to see it. Your parents, her parents, like I know. everyone, they would be like a big, big spectacle. I think that's definitely something you should at least consider. Don't just immediately discount the idea. Um, and then my very last question: Ashley is now three months along. Yep. Right. Yeah, she is. She'll be fourteen weeks next week. So she's a little over okay. three months. Is this ordinary for, because like, I would, I mean, again, knowing nothing when it comes to pregnancy or anything like that, I would just assume that the real sickness, like the real like side effects would come later in the pregnancy. Is this pretty standard for like a early, like first, second trimester? So apparently the first trimester usually is the most sick you'll be. Um, oh, yeah, I, but it, it depends. Like, you know, it's so, it's so weird. I was talking to a friend of mine. She has two, two kids. And she was like, oh, yeah, my first trimester, I was I was pretty in bad shape, too. But I only threw up once. And I was like, Ashley's thrown up. I'm not joking. Probably 50 times. 
And so she's just, I think some are more extreme than others. And we all knew that if Ashley was going to get sick, she was going to be throwing up constantly because, you know, she can't do anything subtlety. Uh, so I just, I, at some point it's starting to like, there are, there are moments when she feels like she's trending in the right direction. Well, she'll go a couple days and feel, you know, okay. But then she'll immediately revert and go back to a day like today where she can't get off the couch and she's just throwing up constantly. So I think she's definitely got one of the worst of it. You know, it was funny because Raven, Raven and Adam just announced their pregnancy, uh, mm -hmm. which is so exciting. Congratulations to both of them. They're going to be incredible parents. That I've only met Adam and Raven once, but I really, really like them a lot. And I wish them nothing but the best. But it was so funny. Raven and Ashley were talking before Raven and Adam announced. And um, Raven was like, oh, have you thrown up yet? And Ashley was like, have I thrown up yet? <laughs> As she's puking into a garbage bag. Um, so it all depends. Like, I don't mean to scare anybody. It's just, I think it's frustrating as a guy because I was so ignorant to how bad, you know, how sick somebody could possibly be while being pregnant. You know, I mean, everybody says morning yeah. sickness. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. You get sick in the morning and then you feel better in the afternoon and the evening. I'm like, no, that's not what happens. And then I, I knew, like, I, I think I've just seen from TVs and movies, like I remember from Knocked Up, when uh, Catherine Heigl realizes she's pregnant when she's interviewing James Franco and she just like goes to the side and throws up and then she's watching it back and then she's laughing and then she just throws up and that's when Bill Hader's like, wait a minute, are you pregnant? So I, in my head, I was like, oh, okay, that just kind of happens. Like you just throw up to the side and then you go on with your day and you're not nauseous all that much, yeah. which is not what's happening to Ash. <laughs> it's pretty badass if you think about it. A one pound baby fetus is calling the shots, you know? Oh yeah, dude, our, our kid is... Uh, if there's any indication, our kid is going to be uh, uh, high maintenance, to say the least. <laughs> hey, good for them. All right, well, Jared, we got to get to a, a quick break because we have some great guests coming up. We've got Giovanni Insinko from Love Island and the host, Ariel Vandenberg, is going to join us later on as well. So we're going to take one quick break and then have them join us. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. 
first was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, it's Ashley Iconetti. And it's Benjamin Higgins. And you guys may know us from the Almost Famous podcast where we recap the Bachelor franchise. And wow, do we have a Bachelorette finale to recap for you this week. And we've got the one and only runner-up, Justin Glaze, giving us all the tea from what he thinks about Greg's exit to... Blake and Katie being together now. What a dramatic episode. Well, hey, make sure you tune in. Listen to our podcast, Almost Famous, right now on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, Dean here, Jared here. We have some very special guests from, of course, the CBS uh, show Love Island, which is on Paramount+. And guess what? The finale is August 15th. It's coming up quick. We have uh, Giovanni and we have Melvin, a.k.a. Cinco. Gentlemen, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. I suck at dating. Oh, so welcome to Help I Suck at Dating. You're in the perfect spot. So, guys, I'll start with you, Giovanni. You talk about you suck at dating. So what made you want to sign up for Love Island? Man, I signed up for Love Island so I could get a chance to actually uh, find a real connection. You know, I'm a busy dude. You know, my my uh, my career is real estate investor. I travel a lot, so it's hard for me to actually, you know, find people actually make genuine connections. You know, so Love Island was was a great place for me to be isolated and just get to know somebody one on one and hopefully to build something. But uh, you guys see how that happened. <laughs> well, how's things going for you right now? Like, how's uh, yeah, fill us in. I know you're. Uh, what's going on with uh, you're with Olivia, right? Yeah, I was I was coupled up with Olivia. And uh, it was, you know, it was great. I tried, I tried my best, you know, to make things work with us, um, you know, because she obviously she was coming into the villa. She was there. She was a businesswoman, and I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to business-minded women. And um, I was seeing something could work there, and um, you know, there was sparks, but then eventually it just faded. I wasn't her type, I guess. You know, she's she's Alaskan girl. I'm a South Florida dude, so 
you know, I'm, I'm an outgoing, wild, in, uh, wild individual. I, t- I speak my mind. I tell you how it is. And, um, you know, I guess I wasn't her speed. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't her speed and what she was looking for. So, you know, I ended up getting dumped from the island and I shaved my chest. <laughs> shaved, shaved your chest? I've never seen somebody grab a clipper so fast. <laughs> man, I was chest. trying oh everything. God, I'm like, man, you got to listen to me. Let's, let's at least make it a castle more like then we can find out what we <laughs> dude so uh, when I was on uh, when I was on Bachelorette I was one of the, we had a boxing day and I was one of the only guys that had hair on my chest and so when I went on Bachelor in Paradise the producers were like hey listen we have this really funny idea for your intro what if we shaved your chest and it was like 40 year old virgin and I was like there's no way I'm doing that like no I can't do it guys I like the chest hair I gotta support the chest hair I'm one of the few so I'm not gonna lie, Giovanni. I'm a little disappointed you shaved, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. Real men got the hair on their chest, man. Yeah, I don't shave my facial hair. I'm like, ah, I shaved digging a facial hair. Boo, I shaved it. Now I'm bare face. Now I'm growing hair now. Like I'm just trying to make it work. And you know, I was I was yeah. just doing too much to make make us work to, you know, just see what she liked. And yeah. I, it's just me. She just she just didn't like me. Yeah, she's gotta accept you, you for you. On, chest hair, facial hair, everything. Yeah, I feel like no. the, I feel like the chest hair would be good to not have on the beach, either Love Island or Bachelor in Paradise, because then it's like, okay, you lost the the underlayer, you know? Yeah, it's like a little sweater, but that's okay. It's more of like you know, just like chest hair. Yeah, you know, see, hey, 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 when you get cold, you got the AC on blast, you got some chest hair, keep warm at night, you know? I'm like that's a nice. teddy bear. <laughs> that's nice. They give you guys AC. Um, we didn't get that. We didn't get that that luxury. But Cinco, I want to hear from you, man. Tell us about your experience, because you were dating uh, Cachet, right? Yeah, it was dating Cache, well, and a couple of Cache still getting to know each other. Then, um, I don't know, she kind of like, I didn't feel the vibe that at least she actually wanted to open up to me, you know what I mean? And that's all I was looking for from her. And so I moved to Trina to see how that connection would go. And after that, uh, I felt like between the two connections I made, my connection with uh, Cash was a lot stronger. So I went to pursue that, but by that time, it was kind of too late. Uh, Casa more happened, and then she came back to Charlie. So, I was kind of stuck in limbo, like, dang, like, if I see that, I was really crazy. After. Yeah, bro, it really, it was a gut check. I tell everybody, I was like, dang, like, mentally I was trying to prepare for it, but obviously it wasn't prepared as, as I wanted to be. So, uh, yeah, I was just like, dang, like, I was in limbo between one of the girl I wanted close in and see if other people can come in here and sway me and stuff like that. So, obviously it didn't work out. I got the boot for it, too, and... And yeah. me and Giovanni, we here, man. We all now. We here now. Still suck at dating. <laughs> still suck at It's all right, you guys. I feel. I have a feeling you guys are gonna be just fine. Uh, Cinco. Yeah, so when you finally got the call to be like, "Hey, we want you to be on Love Island," what was your initial thoughts? Were you hesitant at all, or were you like a hundred percent in? I'm in. Honestly, I was a hundred percent in. I figured this will be a great experience, new experience, and something I never did before. And so I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about new experiences and trying things new and meeting new people. So I was like, yo, this is going to be dope. I was ready. I was super ready. I, so I'm a little unfamiliar with Love Island, like the way that it's, isn't it like, so your castmates that are still there, they're still there like now, right? Like it, it basically films yeah. and then gets aired the next day, right? Literally, yeah. So both, of, so both of you guys haven't even really had a chance then to like see if there's going to be any type of connection outside of Love Island with the people that you're with. I mean, we, we got an idea. We got we, we got an idea of, of who who's who's a true connection. You know, being in the villa, you know, like like you know you know you know what's real and what's fake. You know, you right. know uh, we're not we're not kids here. So you know, Josh and Shannon, that's definitely a real connection. Um, I feel like that was the strongest connection there, Josh and Shannon. Like they hit off since day one. I don't know, bro. Will and Kira was like that too, though. Honestly, well, we're, 
Yeah, you're right. Will, Will and Carol was like that. But, like, for me, like, I, I really see that Josh and Shannon will take it, you know, above and beyond. Like, I feel like they'll last longer outside the villa. Well, then, Giovanni, for you, do you think once Olivia's out of there, do you think that there's any chance for you guys to rekindle anything? Man, that was the last trip. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was Olivia's last trip. Like, like if like if you us being in the villa, you know, should like tell you know we have all the time in the world to get to know each other, and just just from being in there and me going above and beyond, showing you that you know everything that you've been looking for in a man, and and what you've been and what, what you want, you like like you know you want a man to be on on top. You show you attention. You know you want a businessman. You know you want somebody that's gonna like you for who you are. That's that's everything I was showing her. And to the fact that she didn't realize that or failed to realize that, you know, you won't know what's missing till it's gone. And, you know, that ship, that ship done sailed. And, you know, I'm pretty sure when she got out the villa, she's going to have a lot of options for her. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. And but, you know, we could be friends, but uh, nah, it's, it's, it's over with. What about you, Cinco? Because I know a lot of people have been, you know, kind of vocalizing that they want Cachet to to find you. You know, like go get off the island and come find your man. So, do you think that there's any chance of you guys rekindling something? Oh, I see. Giovanni wants it. Yeah. No, he's he's team cash. He's team cash. So he wants everything but the cash. I don't blame you. Um, as a personality, bro, I love cash to death, bro. She's a great person. Love hanging out with her. Uh, I think from the standpoint that we both on now, how we left things off. I feel like it's kind of the balls in her court. You know what I mean? Like she kind of like wrote me off to be with Charlie and that was her choice. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know how that's going right now, but at the same time, like if she wants to talk afterwards, that's going to be on her and we'll figure it out from there. But I'm open-minded to everything. I'm single. I'm still single. I'm still open-minded to everything. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And what was both yours overall views of, of like your impressions of being on a reality dating show? Would you want to do more? Would you want to do different shows? Like if they have another season of Love Island, can, like I don't even know if you if they can bring you back or I don't know exactly the rules so, yeah. or if you guys want to like, you know, go wherever. X on a beach, Bachelor in Paradise. Would you guys be open for it? I'm with it. Hey, hey, if I could be on the reality show with Seagull, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, we up. Uh... We're joking. You know, when, you know, I'm with, you know, um, after, after experiencing Love Island, you know, it's definitely a great experience. Um, if, if something does come along, you know, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm down to still explore the horizons, you know, and, you know, just, just she was out there. She, just she was for us. You know, obviously we suck at dating. Uh, you know, I, I try to make a girl like me, but it wasn't dead, you know, and I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I'm, I'm down to see what comes next and, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a lit individual. I stay lit. I keep it real. So that's that's me. What about you, Cinco? In my point of view, like yeah, I, I was trying to come in, be honest, and open everything, and still be called the player. It's just like, dang, I can't win. You know what I'm saying? I suck too. So, shit. <laughs> so you feel me? Like, look, I'm definitely open to anything else coming up. Um, I don't know how X on the beach. That'd be crazy. I can see Giovanni now acting a fool on X on the beach. Olivia pop up. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie. That's what hey, everyone wants to say. You had an option, Seagull. I just had one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I wish he would have stayed to Casa no more, bro. They was like, Giovanni, where he at? They were at? like, R.I.P. Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. It's definitely got to be a gut check, especially like in real life. I mean, it just it always goes so differently, especially with all the world watching. But we wish you guys nothing but the best. We hope to see you on the TV again soon. Um, thank you guys for joining us. 
Uh, we look forward to, uh, yeah, like I said, seeing more of you guys. So take care. Yeah, we're going to see you guys dating on our TV screens yet again. I have, I have, uh, I got a gut feeling about that one. Yeah. So uh, congratulations yeah, on everything, guys. I know it didn't work out, but I, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on Help I Suck at Dating, seeing how you guys suck at dating. So it's fantastic. And everybody listening <laughs> right now, you can catch up on all the season of Love Island that's already aired. You can go on Paramount Plus, catch up on everything before the finale on August 15th, which airs on CBS. Sweet. Thanks, boys. Awesome, boys, boys. Dean yeah. and Jerry, quick question. Yep. Who y'all think taking it on Love Island? Who's taking the prize? Let's get the lottery picks. Oh, my God. That's a Jerry. Yeah, what do you, I think, what do you think? I got money and will and cure. You were hyping it up the whole time, so uh, I think you know a lot they walk with a hundred thousand, but I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna split it. I wonder if they're gonna split that hundred thousand. They don't split it. That's gonna be crazy. Dude, that was it's the same thing though. Like uh, so there's there was a show in Bachelor called Bachelor Pad where it was like a cash prize and you could either share it or split it. And the last season that aired, the dude took it all. <laughs> they had to like both decide similar in Love Island where like they both had to either agree to share it or if one person said they take it. And the other person said share, then they got to keep it. And so one dude was like, took all the money, and she said share, yeah. and he got it all. See, that's yeah, and you break the internet if you take it. Yeah, it was that's a cool moment. I didn't know about it at the time, but then I met him on Bachelor in Paradise, and I went back and YouTube it. I was like, oh my God, that's just crazy. Yeah, he, he got to go off Boy Island. Boy Island. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, After that, you definitely got to go on that. Uh, all right, boys. So we appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Good luck, boys. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to 
maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have a very special guest who's joining us. Now, we just talked to two contestants from Love Island, and now we're going to talk to the host, which, of course, again, you can watch Love Island on Paramount+, Plus, catch up on everything before the finale on August 15th, which airs on CBS. It is Ariel Vandenberg. Ariel, how are you? What's going on? I am super good. I'm here in Hawaii, as you know. Um, wait, you just talked to two people from... Love Island? Yeah, Giovanni and Cinco. No, we can't share that information with her, Jared. It's top secret. Sorry, my bad. (gasps) What? What can I know? Oh, good. You didn't hear me. Never mind. We had uh, Giovanni and Cinco on here. They were sharing about their exit from the island. Oh, my God. Love them both so much. I won't tell anyone. I promise I won't say a thing. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of the NDA you agreed to when you joined the Zoom call. But uh, but yeah, so we were just talking actually before we brought you in a little bit about the the live time of Love Island. And I'm curious to know more about that as well, because obviously you're in Hawaii. The show films in Hawaii. So for someone like you, what is like what is that experience like? Is it like more high stress? What is it exactly like for you? It's honestly one of my favorite aspects of the show for myself as an entertainer, because I feel like, you know, I, I was, I, well, I used to act more often, like back before I was hosting, I was acting. I mean, I still would act, but right now I'm hosting obviously. But, um, yeah, when I, when I'm acting, you know, you don't see something for a year and a half and it's like, you don't know if it's good. You forget about it. You just like, you know, totally. It's just, out of your life kind of, but this it's like instant gratification. It's like Instagram on steroids. Like we turn around these episodes, like it's, it's so insane what this production can do. Um, you know, cause what we're filming on a Monday, you're seeing on a Tuesday. Yeah. And that to me is just like, gets me riled up. Yeah. How's that even possible? <laughs> I have no idea The editors and I mean, ugh, they got some good ass people working on this show. No kidding, huh? Bachelor takes months. And but like, obviously, I guess it must be different. But like, I'm so we were talking about this before you came on. Like, I'm so used to a show that films months prior and then, you know, get it gets aired. You know, it films in March, airs in August. And then you're it's like, oh, we're filming on Tuesday and it's airing on Wednesday. That's got to be nerve wracking. 
I love it. I love it because it's like, if you, you, the anticipation is there's nothing to be like really scared of. You're just like, Oh, it happened already. Okay, cool. On to the next. You know what I mean? Like, it's great. <laughs> the beauty about it too, is if you do something wrong or bad, that'll quickly get swept under the, under the rug because it's exactly. the next thing's already happening. I mean, I don't really do anything wrong or bad, but right, it's fine. Right. But <laughs> knowing that you, if you do make a mistake, which again, you're not going to make. But that was yeah. a joke. You think I I'm know. like, Hey, listen, I get it. I'm, I love the confidence. So how do you think this season of Love Island is different than like maybe the previous season? Ooh, well, we're actually on an island, which I think is really important for the show. Um, <laughs> right. Obviously, last year we were, <laughs> we were shooting in Vegas last year, which, to be honest, was awesome. It just, you know, this show belongs on an island. We're mm -hmm. Love Island. Um, and I think that bringing it back to an island, uh, because the first season we were in Fiji, then Vegas, and now we're in Hawaii it just like brings romance and sunsets and like more, I don't know. It just feels very it's a more romantic setting. Yeah. yeah. It's so romantic. So I think that having it here is just really special and definitely. Were you a fan of the show before becoming, cause you haven't hosted all three seasons. Have you? I have. Yeah. Oh, you have, but it's, but it's a reboot from an older. No. So it's, um, it's a huge success in the UK. The UK. Okay. That's what I was mistaking it with. Were you a fan of Love Island UK before taking the hosting gig for the Love Island reboot in America? Yeah. So, so I had, I had known about the show and I had never watched it. And then when I had my first meeting with CBS, they told me all about it. And I was like, wait, that sounds amazing. And I hadn't even gotten the job yet. And I immediately went home, turned it on and watched like 45 episodes in a row and my fiance was like what the f are you watching like because I was like this is amazing and then I ended up falling in love with it and then they're like do you want to do you want to test for it and I was like yes uh screen test please and then I did that and then I booked it and I was so excited because I was already addicted at that point yeah I'm surprised nice. it took so long to get to the states I mean that show has been huge in the UK for quite some time I guess I, I didn't even realize like it just it's only been three seasons in the United States, huh? That's insane. I feel yeah. like it's yeah. longer. Anywho. I think something that, you know, was definitely different for the States were, was the fact that like the UK one, you know, when you're watching, you're like, whoa, we could never show half of this stuff. Yeah, it's a little scandalous. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing is, is like we have Paramount Plus yep. now because what's not making it to broadcast Um because maybe it's too steamy, they can put it on Paramount Plus, which is like... Oh, see, I didn't know that. I just thought that they were taking the episodes that they aired on CBS, and then you can binge watch it to catch up. But you're saying that there's like a little X-rated on the Paramount oh, Plus. Not yeah. X-rated, but you know, a little bit. Like if this, if the show's PG, we're going to PG-13 on Paramount Plus. Totally. Okay. I mean, it's blowing a little R sometimes. I'm like, whoa! Really? Like, I'm not even joking. You know, it's like, oh, they're like, yeah, they're not... I don't know. They got some under boob, side boob. We got all the things on Paramount Plus. <laughs> all the boob. I love it. I mean, so I've only been watching on TV, but I guess I need to switch over to Paramount Plus then, if that's the case. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Ariel, of everyone that you've seen so far this season, if you had to pick one couple once the show's over, who would you think you'd be betting on right now? Because the finale is oh. almost less. Oh, it's almost a week away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, that that's so hard because honestly, starting you know at the very beginning like I had I had placed my bets and now I'm just like I don't freaking know so I just I think like things are constantly changing which is why it's so addicting it's like I mean things could change today and you know you would have no idea um 
I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I love everybody. I think everybody has like such a chance. It's pretty insane. So, uh, I mean, I'll just tell you right now, I'm like obsessed. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with Corey. I just love Corey. And I think he, I feel like he really needs his shot at love. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's going to win, but who knows? I, <laughs> no. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for everybody, but yeah. It is really funny talking to you about it because you truly have no idea who's going to win because it hasn't happened yet. Right. You know, like I'm so used to seeing like, you know, when Chris Harrison did interviews when he was hosting and, it, you know, he had to like play it coy because obviously he knows how the show yeah. ends. But you truly <laughs> just have no idea because it hasn't happened yet, which is mind boggling to me. I don't even know who wins the day of like, because the voting America votes and it takes, you know, time to figure out the votes and give, uh, you give they give America time to actually submit their votes and whatever wins until they tell me in my ear and I announce it right then and there. Like it's my favorite thing because I'm even shocked. And especially like my favorite thing is when um, I have to send somebody home. It's not my favorite thing, but when I do have to send someone home and I don't know who's going home and I'm like, I, 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 my face cannot not react to what's happening. So they're like, this person's going home in my ear. And I'm just like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, okay. I have to announce that. Okay. Got it. Like, it's so it's like such a different, I've never hosted a show like this before. So it's really interesting and really fun and it's different. <laughs> before you go, Ariel, I just wanted to ask you pretty much about your career as a whole, because, you know, I think social media is such a fascinating component of life today. And you and so many other like content creators, if you will, have taken this and ran with it. And I just want you kind of expand upon that for a minute because your fiance is Matt uh, Cutshell, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I see Matt and I see you and I see like, uh, you're in videos with like Manon, right? Manon Matthews. Yeah, I love her. She's the best. And like you guys just do such a good job of creating content on Instagram, funny skits. Uh, Thank you. But like you've really cultivated this audience and I think you guys have done such a good job at it. And I just want you to talk about like, how did you even start doing it? How'd you get into this? Okay, let's see. Well, I, like I said before, I was acting and all I wanted to do was be a comedian, like do comedic roles. And I was auditioning for everything you could imagine. And I was, I just like was up against, um, always I'm, I'm up against, you know, huge names, which is like such a cool position to be in, but it's also such a hard position to be in because the names are booking the shows. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was always like pissed and, and I was like, I need to create my own. Shit. Like I need to, I need to make, you know, my own uh, TV show where I'm the star of it and I can like do whatever I want. But that also is, really hard too, you know, like getting a show off the ground and actually having someone buy a show. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to do YouTube and start doing my own skits and maybe make, you know, a little show on YouTube. And in the process of that, I was like, dang, this is like, you need, you need money to start a show on YouTube. Like you need someone to edit, someone to film, someone to do your hair and makeup, like all these things. It's so much work. And, um, and uh, so, I, so then Vine came out and I was like, oh, Vine, you don't need hair and makeup. Vine, you don't need an editor. You don't need, it's like this silly app that's six seconds. So I just started posting dumb, stupid sketches on there. 
which were literally six seconds. And I was like building a following on there and just loving it because I felt like I was really putting things out there that I could actually be like, oh, this is me. Um, and you know, I get to be creative on there and it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't feel like something that could hurt my career. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas like YouTube, it's, it's there. I mean, so is Vine, but like it, it just felt like a little bit easier and not so like set in stone, right. As YouTube. So I just made a bunch of vines and created this following and then continued to do it once vine was done more so on Instagram and making longer videos. Um, and yeah, it's because, I mean, I just get to like do my style of acting and I get to act my scripts and I get to, and I still like want to act and I still love acting. Um, so if, you know, and you should, you should keep doing it. Cause I'm sure you're great at it. My point being is like, I respect and it really inspires me when people have the, not only creative capacity, but like the drive, like for you, for example, it was like when you got told no, 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 no over again, because these names were getting picked over you, you could have been like, you know what? It's not for me. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do something else. But you kind of like looked at certain things through a different lens. Like the, I'm going to I'm going to put you in a category right now but like uh-huh. The Rock is someone who has always inspired me. I'll never forget when Scorpion King came out. I know this is like Dean's laughing his ass off right now but like everybody was like, "Oh, The Rock wants to be an actor." Like, "Oh my, what a joke." Like Dwayne the Johnson trying to be in movies. Here he is, the biggest movie star in the world. And it just goes to show you like you keep keep doing it. Like, don't let people tell you no or tell you that you can't do something. Cause like, I feel like social media has a stigma about it. And I, and I think it's stupid because people are like, Oh, you're a social media personality. And it's like, yeah, I am. And I work hard at it and I do a good job and I'm going to keep doing it. I I totally agree. I mean, I am basically the rock. Um, obviously (laughs) (laughs) like, I totally get where you're coming from. And it, it is, it is such like a thing that I, when I see him, I think to myself, what I think for myself, which is, um, do things that bring you joy. Mm. And I really truly think that the rock just like does anything that brings him joy. Like the, the movies that he does, you can tell that he's living his best life. You can tell that he's like having fun. I truly, apply that to my everyday life where I'm just like, I, I want to do things that bring me joy. Love Island brings me joy. Um, social media brings me joy. I also, the word influencer is so influencer, right? I feel like I'm genuinely like a content creator and I, and it, it makes it easier for me to be like, Oh, social media is like a job instead of being like, I'm an influencer, even though I guess I, that's what they call it. But content creating is so different. Like I truly like, I write scripts. I cast people in my scripts. I act in them. I direct them. I edit them. I do everything for them. I I never hire people to do anything because I never end up liking it. So I'm always like, I just have to do it. Um, and it's just like so much more work than you would even imagine for one minute. Right. Like it's crazy. So, so yeah. And, and that brings me joy. Like I have fun doing that. So I think it's just, the most important thing, especially with um, just social media, is like doing what you love always, or just in, in general in life, is just doing what you love and, and being working the best hard at it. Man. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people do what you love and work hard at it, and then you know let every all the chits follow them in. But I just wanted to mention that because I, I I really I love it because uh, I follow Manon and, and she posts a lot, and I just I love it. 
while we're on the topic of it, uh, just a fanboy real quick. I do remember back in the days of sitting in uh, my freshman seminar class on my Vine app and seeing you and Matt pop up on it all the time. And I was like, man, these guys are hilarious. And then obviously you transition. Well, and what's funny too is like the growth, and I'm sure you get this all the time and you probably talk about it all the time, but you're in Matt's relationship. The maturation of that is really interesting too because yeah. you guys are like best friends for so long. And I'm sure everyone, like I was thinking, I don't think I ever commented it or anything like that, but I'm sure everyone was always like, you guys need to like be together. You're so cute together, blah, blah, blah. And now here you are engaged to get married. And you've, you've catapulted a Vine career into a successful hosting career and you guys are both crushing it. So it's just like a wonderful, wonderful kismet thing. Guys, thank you. I know yeah. it's so cute. It actually, whenever like someone brings it up, because, you know, you forget where him and I have been friends for years before Vine even started. And so we, but, but everyone thinks we met on Vine, which is so funny to me. We're like a Vine relationship, even though we've been <laughs> friends for so long before that. Um, but we definitely became such a unit on Vine. Um, together, everyone was always like, you guys should be dating. Are you guys secretly dating? And we we were not until, you know, until four and a half years ago now, we started dating. But um, but yeah, and now we're engaged. Yay! <laughs> yes, <laughs> killing it. Love it. That's awesome. Well, everybody who's listening, go follow Ariel on Instagram, even though you definitely already do. Plus, check out her and her fiance's Matt's podcast, Riled Up with Ariel and Matt, which of course you can get anywhere you get your podcast. And most importantly, make sure you watch Love Island's finale on CBS, which airs August 15th. And if you need to catch up on any of the episodes, you can get the PG-13 Maybe an R-rated version of Love Island on Paramount <laughs> Plus right now. Binge watch it before the finale on August 15th, which airs on CBS. Ariel, thank you so much. You were a pleasure. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks, um, yeah, I want to have you guys on my podcast. Please. That would be so fun. Let us that know. Would be so fun. We don't like ever have guests on it, but like I always want to. So like anytime you're available, let's do it. All right, cool. Well, uh, speaking speaking from experience, this podcast is solely carried by the guests that we have on. So uh, <laughs> he's not lying. <laughs> so just uh, just to close the loop on that. Thank you again for joining us, Ariel. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, whenever you want us, we'll definitely join you. So let us I know. Love it. Good luck with finishing up the season. Hopefully some crazy stuff happens, but uh, we'll definitely be tuning I'm in. So sure will. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bye, Ariel. Big thank you to Ariel, Cinco, and Giovanni for joining us. Um, but it's time for mine and Jared's favorite segment, the emails. And we hope they're actually real this time because they're pretty juicy. I don't think they are, judging by Marina's. <laughs> they're pretty juicy. It's funny because like, I'll, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I'll like, I'll see things on like, like what, like TikTok, Reddit, Instagram, and, and then they're like dating foibles and i'm like ooh, i should remember this or like ooh, i should make a fake email account to send them to our um podcast email so that way we can discuss them i haven't done it yet but it's it's possible that maybe these are them maybe people have done it in the past maybe i will do it maybe i did do it and i'm just playing coy anyways first email is from marina and she has a burning question what's the deal with jared mentioning that he plays softball in the last few episodes i don't understand why that's a defining characteristic okay it's a little harsh but sure speaking of softball speaking of softball marina's on a co-ed team with her co-workers and she has a crush on the team captain they've known each other for about four years now uh, but they recently left the place where they work together so there isn't any more hr red tape which you would assume is a good thing they're the only single ones on the team and they've never gotten any vibes from each other so she wants to know I should I go for it and ask him out or 
Should I not? Because she's a little bit nervous and she always goes out as a group after the softball game and the two of them are usually last two to hang out at the end of the night. What would you do if you were in her shoes, Jared? And how would you want someone to ask you out on a date if you were him? Listen, I feel like this is either a fake email or this is a buddy of mine who actually has a crush on somebody that we play softball with uh, going in under Marina. Because who else would like just bust my balls like this? What's Jared? What's Jared's deal? In, in Marina's defense, you have very bustable balls. Fair point. Uh, listen, just I don't know. You have a crush on your team captain. You guys known each other for about four years. All right. Uh, I don't understand what the issue is. Why can't you guys are the only single ones on the team? Here's the thing, though. Like, let's say this. Let's say this guy takes softball seriously, and I don't know if Marina is a quality enough softball player to really you know peak his interest if you will listen just the fact that she's out there is going to make him attracted to her like anybody who any girl who tries to play softball it's immediately an attractive quality to me uh so i think listen yeah it's nervous you guys totally marina go out as a group after the softball game let you guys kind of like hang out see if there's any vibes thrown back and forth that's what i would do i would try to get a group of people after a softball game hey let's go grab beers boom this guy shows up now you're grabbing beers with them you guys can well, she's try saying, to have she's saying that she's done this before and she's never gotten any vibes from the guy so how do how do you like how do you put the vibe out there that you want to get the vibe back I mean, you you make it a point to just talk to him like one on one while you're out with the group or you make a point to like sit next to him, you know, every time that you guys go out, you know, and that you like, you know, always bring up conversation. And then at some point, honestly, Marina, you're just going to have to ask him out. I think a good way to go about because like, let's just give her some tips on how to bring up the conversation initially. I think the good way to go about it is if they're at a bar post game and they're the last two left, they don't have to be the last two left there, but she could casually bring up like. How is dating going? And then the guy goes, oh, you know, like it's hit and miss. Got on a couple of days, nothing great. And like once you like start talking about the topic, then you could be like, oh, like maybe we should go on a date. Oh, you go want to go on a date? OK, where should we go? Oh, you want to do this? Oh, OK. Like, you know, like kind of like lead, let one thing lead into another thing. If you or will. Marina, you go up to the person that you're closest with on the softball team. You ask them, you're like, hey, listen, I have a crush on blank. Yeah. Can you do can you kind of like, I don't know, get some intel for me? See if he's single, see if he'd be interested no, in going no, out no, with no, me. No, Why? No, what's no, wrong no, with this? No, he, no, 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 no. What's no. wrong with that? Intel, no. I don't disagree get with intel. having your I don't disagree with your friend going up to the the guy. Let's call the guy Randy. The guy's name is Randy now. Randy. I don't disagree with I don't disagree with Mina Marina's friend going up to Randy and being like, Hey, Randy, Marina's got a bit of a crush on you. Are you at all interested? Like, if you're going to recruit a friend to help you, make sure that the friend is beating around the bush and getting directly to the point. Because we beat around, the, like, Marina should beat around the bush, but her friend should be the direct one. Got it. Okay, so you think that Marina should have the friend go up to Randy and be like, hey, listen, Marina, she, you know, kind of has a crush on you. What do you think? Would you ever go out with her? If Marina decides to recruit a friend for help, that's how her friend should help her. All right, I think you should recruit a friend. I think that's the best way to... to get this going all right so jared thinks marina should recruit a friend to ask randy out i think that she should ask leading questions by simply asking how dating is going for randy and then that can snowball into hey let's go on a date sometime and and touch lips jackpot this message next uh email is from taylor with an h 
Uh, hey guys, I'm currently in a committed relationship with the same person that I have dated since high school. I don't know how old Taylor is, so I don't know how long that's been. We've since bought a home together and share a pet. I've been noticing a lot more lately how different we are, though, from what we like and what we enjoy to who we are as people. I've been feeling a lot less attracted to him romantically because of the lack of effort being put towards our relationship. I feel like it could ruin my day. It could, I feel like it could ruin my day-to-day life if, I completely, if I'm completely honest about how I'm feeling towards him. But I feel stuck and don't know what the best thing I can do is. Any advice on something I consider to do to try to make, it feel, try to make him feel better, to make me feel better? Help. Well, let's think about this for a second, because you and Jay—I'm oh, sorry, you and Ashley—are similar, but still pretty different. Similar. Too. So it's like, how what are we you, similar? Well, I'm saying I don't know. Like there's similarities, but I guess my my point what are you is, driving like, out you, here, guys are, you guys are very different. So how do you guys make your differences let you lead into a, a, a romantic relationship? Well, I mean, I think you just have to accept the person for their differences. You know, I mean. I think a lot of people get in a relationship and once things start going wrong, they always envision the grass being greener on the other side. And it's like, oh, I, you know, if, if this is, I've said this a million times on the podcast, but if like, oh, this thing is wrong, then this is obviously not my person. And I'm like, well, that's not always the case. Sometimes in a relationship, actually in every relationship, you're going to find things wrong with the other person. That's just what being human beings is all about. So you kind of have to accept their differences and hope that the best of them is what you really enjoy and what you love most and and the most important thing. So I think uh, you should definitely address this with your uh, boyfriend. I think they're still just boyfriend and girlfriend, even though they live together, bought a home together. Now that's crazy because that's not crazy, but that's, you know, that makes a big difference. I had a cousin who bought a house with her now ex-boyfriend and holy crap when they broke up that was such a headache so hopefully taylor you guys don't break up especially share a pet as well i have another friend that shared a pet with her ex-husband and like it was so awkward because they'd have to like pick them up on tuesday and her new boyfriend would come and the new boyfriend would have to pick up the pet from the from the ex-husband and it just like caused a whole issue sometimes like they couldn't even be in the same room so his like mom had to bring the dog out it's terrible so taylor the most important thing in a relationship is communication. I've said it once, said it a million times. Talk to your partner about the things that you're feeling, okay? It's okay to talk to them and say, hey, we're having issues. Like, I, I'm, I'm feeling weird about certain things. Let's talk. Because if you don't talk about it, it's going to snowball and the situation is going to get way worse before it gets better. Yeah, I agree with what you said at the beginning of, this, of your, <laughs> of your <Siliqui? laughs> delivery there. Soliloquy, sure. Uh, I do agree that you it, it's a choice. And I think that like, I'm going to pull from personal experience. Like so early, late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, I was in the firm, I would firmly believed that it's like, in the world, there's like your soulmate, right? And once you meet your soulmate, everything is going to be perfectly entwined, and everything's gonna go super well, there's not gonna be any issues. And as I've gotten older, uh, not especially with my relationship with Kaylin, but as I've gotten older, I agree that what it really comes down to is just a choice that you make to be in a relationship with a person despite the differences that you have with them. Like Kaylin and I are night and day different as well. Like, like, I would say even more so than you and Ashley, I would say more so than any of my friends that are in relationships. Like she's, you know, this I agree. beauty queen, uh, whatever, all we all know how Kaylin is, and we all know how I am. So we know how different we are. And uh, there are times where I struggle. Well, there have been times. I would say it's gotten less and less as we've gone on. But there have been times where I struggle with like, 
is this the girl for me? Like she, you know, she she's curious about things, but she there are certain like reservations that I have because there are a lot of disconnects in our personalities and our interests and all that kind of stuff. But then as I've gotten older and as our relationship has drug along and wore on, I'm like, no, as long as I like consistently make the choice to have her in my life and to focus on our relationship, it doesn't matter whether we have differences or not, because I know she's a good person and I know our relationship makes both of us better for different reasons. And I think that maybe that gets lost. I think especially on young people, that idea gets lost because at least in my case, like I was saying, like you just have this idea where you're going to find someone, everything's going to be perfect, but nothing's ever going to be perfect. It's really a conscious decision that you have to make to commit to a person and just like understand the grass. Like you said, the grass is always greener, but the grass isn't going to be greener in my life. Sometimes the grass is shit. (laughs) Grass could be. Literal. And you're like, it's like there's like a hill in front of you. And so on the top of the hill, there's green grass. And you're like, man, that looks good. I just want to get to the other side of the hill because I know that grass is going to be so green. And then you get to the other side of the hill and it's all burned from wildfires. And you're like, get me the hell out of here. I want the grass that I just came from because that grass is way more comforting and nice. So just remember that. Okay. Everybody I don't know if I like the wildfire reference in the state of catastrophe that the world is in. But hey, you proved your point and I respect that. All right. Fair point. That's my opinion. It's a choice. It's And Jared, I think, it said the same thing. And we both said in a lot of words. So maybe we could uh, just go ahead and wrap, summarize that real quick. It's a conscious effort. Make the effort. You love the person, not for their similarities to you, but for the things that they are about themselves. Um, that's all I think you need to know. Anyway, well, not need to know, but I think that's all that matters when it comes to being in a relationship with someone. I'm going to stop talking because I feel like I'm just rambling and rambling. Well, I hope that helped Taylor with an H. Taylor with an H. And I'm going to leave it up to the listeners to guess where that H falls in the name. Because I think there are multiple places. Like, I'm looking at the name. It doesn't look like the Taylor. But the H could fall almost anywhere in the name. And so it's up to them. It's a mystery. Solve solve the mystery. You'll get a cookie. Um, Big thank you to our guests, Cinco, Giovanni, and Ariel for joining us from Love Island. Be sure to tune in to Love. Is it airing every single day, Love Island? Yeah, Monday to Friday, every single day. Um, Check it out and check out the PG-13 slash R-rated versions on Paramount+. Plus. The finale is August 15th, so be sure to tune in for all that as well. Um, Thank you to Jared for sharing your um, business venture on Audrey. (laughs) Share my life on the podcast. It's kind of my job. Sharing your freaking new business venture for the first time. Ben's heard about it. Ashley's heard about it. Who else has heard about it? Freaking everyone else but this podcast. So thank you for finally at least sharing that with us. Appreciate Save it. Save the Good best luck, for last. Buddy. I just, I want you to like break some, I want you to make some groundbreaking news announcement on this podcast for once. Not the pregnancy, not the proposal, not the restaurant, not the, I don't know. I don't know what's next. Not the, the call. Sex of the baby? Yeah, Sex of the Baby. That's what I am now demanding. Uh, we announce live on Help, I Suck at Dating. Do you agree to my terms? Uh, I don't. Unfortunately, I'm not the boss in this relationship, so you, you're going to have to talk to a Mr. M- Miss Ashley Iconetti. I'll give you $1,000 if you announce it on Help, I Suck at Dating. Ooh, okay. All right, let me let me talk to the boss. Let me talk to okay. the financial advisor in this household. I do not regret saying that whatsoever. I will legitimately give you $1,000 <laughs> if you announce it on this podcast. Uh, and I'm sure the listeners would appreciate it as well. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we look forward to talking with you next week, where maybe we'll suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.